Hello everyone, this is Sherry Rice. Welcome to Access to Healthcare's weekly podcast, where we bring you local guests on topics of interest to you and your family. Today our discussion is an issue that is a direct result of the economic downturn brought on by COVID-19, being uninsured and without health care insurance. My guests are Dina Miguel, Director of Access to Healthcare's Medical Access Program, and Trevor Rice, Chief Operating Officer of Access to Healthcare Network. Welcome everyone. Thanks Thank for having us. Yeah. We decided, I think, to do this podcast because there are so many people who are uninsured right now, and that creates um, a huge gap in somebody's life. It creates chaos in their life, and that Access to Healthcare Network actually has a program for the uninsured who can't get on an insurance product right now. But let's go back to a little bit of a discussion on what resources are available to someone who lost their job. Trevor, can you tell us about COBRA? Sure. Um, very, very simply, COBRA is a way for you to keep your insurance from your employer um, if you lose that job. Um, and it typically tends to be a little bit expensive um, because really what you're paying for is your employer-sponsored insurance, now for the most part out of pocket by yourself. But it is an option out there for folks who want the simplicity of keeping their insurance, keeping their doctors um, if they do happen to lose that job. And if they want more information, you want more information, um, you can talk to the HR person at your employer to find out more about that. Yeah, my understanding is that, that if if you're laid off your job or you lose your job in some way, that the insurance company who insured you through your employer is supposed to send you information on COBRA, um, how you sign up and what it costs. So if you haven't received that from your insurance company, then call your HR department. What about Medicaid? Who, who can get Medicaid in the state of Nevada? Sure, so Medicaid is a statewide program and it's for both adults and children. Um, for adults, it's just called Medicaid, and then for children, it's called the Meta Checkup, and it's a free program, and that means that uh, for adults, uh, there is no premium. You don't have to pay anything to be on the program, and that all the healthcare services are also free. Uh, for children, the Meta Checkup, uh, there is a cost, but uh, last time I looked, I think it was about $45 every three months, a quarter, so pretty minimal. And then again, at that point, um, it is free healthcare for, for anyone on that program. And to sign up for it, uh, you can go to a local welfare office, or you can even call up uh, Nevada HealthLink because they have individuals who can also navigate you um, through the process to sign up for Medicaid. Now, Medicaid is for people that are at a certain income. Uh, yes, correct. Technically, for adults, it's 138% of the FPL. Um, but I would just focus on the fact that if you're uninsured, you lost your job, um, and you believe that you were low income, you don't make much money, is I would contact, again, say, a welfare office or contact with a health link, and they can walk you through exactly what it means to be eligible for Medicaid. Now, can somebody who um, is not a citizen of the United States, um, they have a green card, can they get on Medicaid? Uh, n no, unfortunately not. So you have to be a um, citizen of the U.S. to be able to get into Medicaid. Um, if you're here um, and you're undocumented, that would not be an option for you. And what about somebody with a green card? Can they get on Medicaid? Um, I do believe so. And, I, and I, again, I'm not the expert in Medicaid, but I believe if you, were, if you have the documentation to be in the country legally, to, to use that, that phrase, um, then you're eligible for Medicaid. But there might be some nuances, again, that I'm not aware of. So I think the best thing is to go to the health link or to welfare, and they can, they can talk to you about that. Yeah, so what we're saying is that um, if you lose your job, 
give it a try and see if you can get on to Medicaid. Yeah. Um, they will tell you what the requirements are. They'll tell you about the federal poverty level, which is a guideline that's used all across the United States to be able to determine somebody's eligibility for certain programs. Um, it's 100 and I believe 38% of the poverty. That's correct. Um, which equates to probably about $1,200 a month. but. Call them and see whether you can get on to that program. Now, people that can't get on to Medicaid uh, because they make too much money, can they get on to the Affordable Care Act, what what people would call Obamacare? Yeah, uh, technically anybody can get on to the Affordable Care Act, um, but it, it all depends upon if you qualify for what they call um, the subsidies. So there's two subsidies on the ACA, on Obamacare, as some people refer to it. One uh, is for the premium, is that depending upon your income, uh, the federal government will actually help to pay your premium. So for instance, um, if you don't qualify for Medicaid, you're just over that threshold, you could get a health plan from the Affordable Care Act for free, technically. Or maybe for 10, you know, 15, $20 a month, and then, and then it goes up from there. But in addition, if you also meet their income guidelines, um, they, will also, they will also help to pay for your um, healthcare services. So the lower the cost of going to see a primary care doctor, lower the cost to go see a cardiologist, medications, et cetera, et cetera. So for someone who's uninsured, doesn't meet Medicaid, uh, the ACA is, is a good option, Obamacare is a good option. And again, my recommendation is simply just to call, say the Vet Health Link, um, or um, you know, call uh, a group they call Navigators, and they can walk you the process. Are you eligible? What would your plans cost? Who would your doctors be? All that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then somebody would know how much um, the Affordable Care Act, a certain product would cost them, mm -hmm. what their co-pays would be, what their deductible would be, um, so they can be informed on whether the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare is for them. Yeah, and you can actually even put in your physicians to find out if your doctors go online, find out if your doctors in the plan. Um, and they'll actually give you a rundown based upon your specific condition, potentially what this might cost you. For instance, you've got diabetes, what would the various plans cost you over the course of a year for medications, uh, um, go see primary care physician, that kind of stuff. Okay, uh, let's discuss access to health care's what I call the medical discount program. Uh, we started this about uh, 16 years ago, um, and we started it for people at that time, there was no Obamacare, and we started it for people who were uninsured, and there were thousands of people in the state of Nevada that were uninsured. And what we did was bring together a group of providers. Uh, we started with no providers. I think now we have almost 2,000 providers throughout the state of Nevada um, in all modalities, and we asked them to decrease their rates, to give specific decreased rates to people who were uninsured that were at a certain income level. And this program has been around for almost 16 years. It's, um, a, it's entrenched in our community. I think uh, many thousands of people have taken advantage of it. Dina, you are the director of this program and have been for a while. What does it offer to an uninsured person? Basically, access to health care, any type of health care. It could be dental, vision, um, access to urgent cares, uh, ER, surgeries, surgery centers, um, you name it, basically anything they need. We even have our program offers, you know, discounts for facials, for massage, uh, physical therapy. Um, everything for our program, I think, is very full circle care, mental health, all that. So there isn't something that we don't have a discount for. Yeah, I remember when we started this, we we didn't, there is no pre-existing condition to get on this that no. disqualifies you, right? Nope. Um, we take 
anyone who's uninsured. Um, we don't ask for a birth certificate or a social security number and we did that on purpose so that we could take care of the people in our community who were not getting the care that they needed. Exactly, but still need care. And I right. think that's what, um, that bridging that gap is what it was, is that doesn't matter what your background is, you still need healthcare like everybody else, and that's what we do. So we're just here to help the person get what they need and our providers help. If it wasn't for our providers, I don't know that our members, there wouldn't be a program anymore, but our providers are amazing. Of course. Um, Trevor, we started this program, and, and you and Dean have been at Access a long time, and you certainly remember when we started it. We did it so people could get what we would call functional health care, and the uninsured has a tendency to not be able to access the care that they need, and therefore their health status um, is not robust, and they do access mostly the care through the emergency room. Do you remember that that's why we started this and what we do for that uh, circle and get people out of the emergency room? Sure. So, you know, the, the medical discount program, or access medical as we call it, um, was was made for the folks who don't qualify for, say, Medicaid, right? We talked about Medicaid, but there's a, a population of folks who they just can't get on Medicaid, they don't meet the requirements. Or for folks who go to the ACA um, and they make too much, so they're not, they're not going to qualify for the subsidies, and therefore their health insurance is still going to be pretty expensive relative to their income. That's who this program is for. And those individuals, historically, typically, um, there aren't many options for them, really, to be able to access the comprehensive care they need to become and stay well. Um, there are two organizations here in town, one's called Community Health Alliance, and the other one's called Northern Better Hopes. Now, people running short, they can go to an FQHC, that's what those are, and get access to basic primary care services. But after that point in time, though, you know, to go see a cardiologist, that's pretty difficult. If you need to get a lab test done, that's really difficult. Um, and God forbid that you have to go to the hospital for an emergency. At that point, um, you know, someone who's uninsured and typically doesn't make a lot of money, they're going to be pretty stuck. So our program was designed to uh, allow people to get access to preventative services to make it so you can go see a primary care physician, get your lab work done. Uh, if you have diabetes, go see the endocrinologist to be able to make it so that you don't have those acute emergencies. And we provide you the support to help you navigate through that system through what we call care coordinators. And their job is to just walk you every step of the way to make sure you get the care you need when you need it at an affordable price. Well, Dina, Trevor brought up care coordination and that's, that's what your department does. Yes. You are the the queen of care coordination. Can you explain that a little bit as to what what care coordination a member receives when they come onto our program? Well, the uniqueness with us is I think is, you know, care coordination you hear all the time now. You, we've been doing it for so many years, so for us it's like you can't imagine not having it. So with insurance, when you have insurance, you would normally go to say your employer, you go to HR and ask your insurance questions. For us, they come to their care coordinator and that care coordinator navigates them through every part of their process. Say it's a referral to have a mammogram. We've received the referral from the primary care physician. Then we, um, we send off that referral to say uh, RDC for imaging. We reach out to the member and we say, this is how much it's going to cost. This is your discounted rate. This is what you owe at time of service. And then if they, if language is a barrier or any barriers that they have, we help set up the appointment for them as well and say, this is when you go, this is what you're expected. And then once we get the results, the, even though the members already probably talked to their PCP at that point, we still call them back later and say, do you need anything? Do you have further questions? 
about your diagnosis because a big part of what we do is educating our members, educating them in how important preventative services are. Um, a lot of them have never had insurance, so they don't have that education behind it of like, this is why you need to go to the doctor. This way you need to have your teeth cleaned regularly. Is that you need to prevent cavities. You need to prevent, you know, you have your mammogram to find cancer sooner. All those things that we're constantly educating them to. So I love that about our program is that the care coordinators navigate all of that for them. They're not guessing. They're not going to an appointment going, I'm not even sure why I'm here. They know why they're there and how much it costs. Well, I remember when we set up this program, what we wanted was our members to be successful. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons we put care coordination into it was so that they would be successful and therefore our providers, which as you said a few minutes ago, that were vitally important to this program, would welcome our members. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we set up that was so important is that our members have to pay cash at the time. So one of the one of the things that we did in the beginning is we became a licensed medical discount plan with a division of insurance. We're not insurance, we're a medical discount plan. By statute, uh, we can't pay a provider. That's what insurance does. So it was cash at the time. So explain a little bit why we are so successful with our members paying cash at the time, because if they don't pay their cash, um, and they don't make right by that provider, then we ask them to leave the program. Mm -hmm. Isn't that right? Yep. Well, since our program is basically your last result, you know, you've, you can't get Medicaid, you can't get insurance, it is us. They abide by all of our rules because they know they're at that, it's full bill charges, it's self-pay rates, and those are huge compared to our discounts. So we, when you start off at our program, you start with our call center and they go over the whole program and then our one of our care coordinators reaches back out to them, welcomes them to the program, goes over any further questions they may have and explains the importance of being on time, not missing an appointment, following our rules. We don't have a lot of rules. We just ask that you respect our doctors, that you pay at time of service and you do, do not do a no call, no show that's super important to us. And we rarely ever hear of that because our members know, again, they don't ever wanna be taken off the program. Um, but because of our care coordination and how we do it, I think is what makes them so successful is because they have that knowledge when they go in. There isn't a fear. There isn't a, I don't know. The, it's, we hear this all the time from providers that they go, well, they said Myra told them. Well, maybe Myra is their care coordinator and they talk about them no different than you would say, it was a friend who told me about this, um, me coming to the doctor's visit. So they have so much knowledge when they go in that it takes off, a, I think, that extra burden to them, especially when language is um, a barrier for them. Then they walk in knowing this is what to expect. And if I really needed to, I could call my care coordinator right afterwards to get further exploit, uh, explain it better to where they understand it. This is the best way I look at it is, is when you're at a doctor's, even when I'm at a doctor's office, they tend to say everything they have what, eight minutes with you, 10 minutes with you, and it's so high level. We try to bring it down to make it where they truly understand what it's it means for them and what the next steps are without them feeling like, I don't even understand those words that you're saying. Right. So I do think that's where, why they're so successful. And we have had, we have members that have been on the program since day one. 
and are still on our program, have never been kicked off, have never missed their membership fee, have never missed an appointment, that says a lot for how the program works. It does, and it also says a lot that we have maintained our provider base, don't mm -hmm. you think, Trevor? Um, can someone come into the program if they have a pre-existing illness, Trevor, if they're ill? Do yeah. we care? No, we don't care whatsoever. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have diabetes, you have heart disease, hypertension, or if you're perfectly healthy and you just want a safety net uh, just in case something happens, you know, some sort of urgent or emergent kind of situation, um, you're more than welcome to come to our program. It doesn't matter. And can somebody, say, who got laid off their job, but they may go back in two or three months, can they come on the program for just two or three months and then go back off when they get their employer insurance? Yes, they can. And we, we actually did that on purpose, um, knowing that, you know, um, having health insurance uh, doesn't mean that you have it once and you keep it. You know, there's lots of circumstances that make it so you may have health insurance, you know, one month and then lose it the next month, whatever that looks like for you. Um, so you can come on this program on a monthly basis, just pay as you go. So if you want to be in the program for a month to cover you between jobs, um, you want to stay on for two years, it's really up to you. But and what is the cost month. per month, Trevor? It's $45 for an adult and $10 per month for a child. There are savings if you do sign up for six months or a year. Um, you do get either one month or two months free, but 45 for an adult and 10 months for a child is, is on a monthly basis. And then you get all of those providers and you have to pay your cash at the time. Can you give me an example of a reduced fee, let's say hospital rate? Sure. And, and, and I want to say too is, is our network of providers is uh, pretty much as comprehensive as you might find in an actual insurance plan. Right. Is we right. have 2,000 providers, contracted providers throughout the entire state of Nevada, and most of them have been on the program really since the very beginning. Yes, um, they have. Because they, they know our program works well, um, they trust us um, as our members are um, very good to them, they pay what they're supposed to pay. Um, and so we have hospitals such as Renown, St. Mary's, Carson Tahoe, Banner Churchill, uh, providers out through the rural areas. And so for those providers, for example, to go see primary care, uh, primary care physician, it's $55. Now, typically a self-pay individual, uninsured, you might pay 100, 110, 120, ours is 55. To go see a specialist, let's say a cardiologist because you have a heart condition, or a pulmonologist because you have a lung condition, you'd pay $85. Now, that could be anywhere between $300 and $500 if you're uninsured. So you can see the discounts that we have. Generally, you're about 50 to 95% off. So for example, 95% off, uh, God forbid you get sick enough, you have to go to the hospital. On our program, it's $500 per day with a $5,000 maximum. That's the most anyone would ever pay for that hospitalization on our program, compared and to about $5,000 per day if you're uninsured. So you can and see the cost. People ask all the time who pays the rest. Nobody does. Nobody does. That's our rate because mm -hmm. they just assume that somebody else is picking up the rest of the tab. And that's one of the reasons why Dina a few minutes ago said that without our providers, we wouldn't be able to make this work mm -hmm. because they are generous with uh, the population that we serve. Understanding that getting them into a system uh, such as access to health care, they are going to get healthy mm -hmm. and therefore they're going to need medical care less. Uh, we get them their medications, we get them into primary care, there's less hospitalization. So there's a whole lot of benefit to this that's both short-term and long-term. Uh, Dina, tell me a couple things that are wrapped into this program, such as the Komen money and cancer, and also don't you have a program through the Susan Young Foundation? Yes, so we have a heart and vascular program for people who suffer from hypertension and hyperlipidemia that they can come on. Um, they are able to 
we offer check change control classes that teaches them, you know, how to check their blood pressure, what the levels mean, small little changes they can make to their diet um, to make the changes they need to. So we have that class. We have we also have some funding that we can help with um, office visits and for like if they need to get their um, blood work done. That gets expensive, especially when you have heart and vascular issues because you go more often a lot of the times. Um, so that's a great grant that we have. Uh, we also have Komen funding that does help with um, uh, cancer treatment in the state of Nevada. Um, so Komen's been very generous to us over the years and all their money goes, we're one of the only um, benef uh, uh, providers that get money for treatment dollars. So other companies have funding, but it's for screening and diagnostic testing. For us, we actually get to pay for their treatment. And just to give you a, what a round of chemotherapy roughly is about $20,000. With us, it's only 5000 So that's about a $15,000 savings. So our funding that we get from Komen stretches a lot further than you would think. Um, we also have a, a grant, another uh, cancer grant that we have called Ingolstadt for Southern Nevada as well. So all of our grants, for the most part, are statewide. Some are just in the north, some are just in the south. So we just, it depends on where the number's based at of what grant we would pull from. You must be very proud in your department as Absolutely. to the, the care that you give to people and the results yeah. that you see. Absolutely. Every day, there's an, a day that goes by that you don't go home feeling truly like you made a difference in someone's life because most people don't realize when you don't feel good, it affects your whole everything. And it could be just a toothache. And you, maybe they call and they're like, I can't afford it. I don't know what to do. And we're like, well, what if you went to this dentist? This is how much it would cost. Let me see if we do have a way to help with that or what we can do to free up their money. Have you done, you know, uh, rent assistance? Have you done power? Anything to free up their money to make it where they could afford that. Um, and that's what that care coordinator does is really listen to what their need is and not just push them off to the next resource. We're trying to build a relationship for healthy, a healthier lifestyle and that's what they get with us. That's fabulous. So partly what you're saying is that we don't just do the medical but we look at the social determinants yep. for somebody. Absolutely. And what we realize is that if we can help them uh, get some assistance with RAN or freeze up the money for their health care. Mm -hmm. Trevor, let's talk a little bit about COVID in this program. Um, how does somebody sign up? Um, I know they can do it over the phone. Yes. Uh, so traditionally, before COVID, um, before the, the coronavirus came out, is we would do a lot of our stuff um, in person, right? Because we wanted that face to face experience to have the person here so we can uh, talk about their health care, what their needs are, and how we can help them. Um, and with COVID now, to protect the health of our staff, to protect the health of our members and our community as a whole, uh, we can now do enrollments completely uh, over the telephone, if that's what someone's looking for. Uh, we can also do it via video conference. So we either here in the office, if someone really needs to come in the office uh, to come and see us, is they can know uh, that we're gonna protect them and their health because they're gonna come into our office and then we're gonna sit them in a room and they can have a Skype enrollment with one of our staff persons who's not physically with, there with them. Um, or we can do it from the safety of their home as well. So we can do a Skype enrollment that way. So there's no barrier to somebody getting onto this program uh, with the pandemic? Nope. If someone needs access to healthcare and uh, um, they think that we'd be benefit for them, they can do this without ever stepping inside of our door. Okay. What number would somebody call if they want to come on the program? Uh, actually, I think the easiest thing that they could do is go to our website, 
uh, www.access2healthcare.org and they'll see all the information there. But if you want the number right now, it's 1-877-385-2345. But again, you can also go to our website. You can see all the providers we have in our network, the entire list. You can see the fees you pay for, uh, for your healthcare services. And also uh, start your application online. You can okay. do it that way. Say that number one more time, would you, Trevor? It's 1-877-385-2345. So we've been talking today about uninsured people. And with COVID-19, uh, the fact that so many people have been laid off, they're going to find themselves in a precarious situation. What we've said is that you check out Medicaid and see if you can apply for that. You check out the Affordable Care Act, better known as Obamacare, um, and you can go to HealthLink and see what their qualifications are and also uh, probably talk to somebody. But if Medicaid and HealthLink are not for you, we're saying that Access to Healthcare Network is here. It's been here for 16 or 17 years. We have 2,000 providers. It's easy to sign up. We've given you our website and we've given you the phone number and we encourage somebody to call that number if they're uninsured and find out whether our program is for you. We also would encourage anyone listening to this podcast to send it on to somebody else that you know that is uninsured. You may have employer insurance right now, but a lot of people don't, and I'm sure you know somebody who's been laid off. So please let them know that we're here and let them know that we're an option for them in the future. Um, we've been talking about uninsured people. My guests have been Dina Miguel, Director, Access Medical Program, and Trevor Rice, the Chief Operating Officer at Access to Health Care. Thank you both of you for telling everybody about this program and what it can do for somebody in the short term and in the long term. Thanks for listening. As always, please pass this valuable information on to anyone that needs it. For a list of our podcasts, go to accesstohealthcare.org slash podcast. Stay safe and please wear your masks.